the only characters are Sam and Dean, but who's Daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Is it the reader the whole time? Like, I don't don't know how that would connect. Emma, have you ever heard of a Daddy kink? Oh my god. Hello, people. Welcome to Staircase Wit Numero Trace. I almost said Uno. We are back. A bit late, but we're back. And for hopefully a spooktacular early event. What say you, Emma? I'm a ghost. That was Emma. If your story for this week isn't you dying and becoming a ghost, that was a big lie. I mean, I definitely thought it was going to be the outcome in the story. Yeah, so this week's a bit different from our past two encounters. We, surprisingly, the universe was super nice to us, and nothing horrifyingly grotesque or anxiety-driven happened to either of us. So, Watch, like, tomorrow after saying that something bad is just going to happen. Probably. I mean, that's how all this shit works, right? But um, what we are doing today is a Halloween-themed episode. Now, I know what you're saying. We still have, like, 20 days till Halloween, and I hear that. And my response is, we are not a professional podcast. <laughs> We are an embarrassing podcast, and what's more embarrassing than running out of material and going to the nearest holiday for answers? Plus, I could talk about Halloween for four episodes, so might as well. Halloween doesn't get enough hype. Halloween deserves a month of celebration, I think. I know. Like, the d- I'm ready to go. Emma, do you know what you want to be for Halloween yet? No, I do not. I've done a lot of research so far. I have a couple options. I've considered, let's see, hmm, I'm honestly blanking right now, but I came up with a couple options. If listeners want any suggestions for what we should be for Halloween, go for it. I'm not really a sexy blank costume person, but you know, if it's funny, I might do it. Any suggestions at this point? Because right now I'm in a time in my life as a freshman in college. I don't know if I'm close enough with friends to do a group thing, but I also don't want to be alone. On a thing, which I haven't, because I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, I haven't, we've like, always been my own Halloween costume it. person. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. We will give updates when actual Halloween comes. But for now, we will just give you the Halloween spirit in preparation for it with our spooky, haunting stories. Yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> hey Emma, what's your favorite candy for Halloween? Um, for Halloween, that's a good question. I enjoy a good Twix. I agree. Because I want to say, when I'm thinking of Halloween candy, it's not necessarily about what favorite candy I have. It's which candy I can repeatedly eat over and over without getting sick of. Yes. So I think Twix is a good option. I, think, I only really eat that during Halloween. Yes, I agree. I think that's a good option. Um, anything king size is good, but that's not a candy. Yeah, same with like... Yeah, I mean, I'll honestly eat anything they give me, but... Alright, so we should get into stories now. I think it's my turn to go first. I was also thinking of being Marty from Back to the Future. That could be fun. If you figure... Yeah. yeah, that could be cool. We can see. If we're going to be together for Halloween, we could also do a duo costume. That's true. We'll have to kind of see. I'm not really sure what plans are here in my college. Yeah, there's some events happening, but, you know, I want some free candy. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to get into my story. Go ahead. All right, so 
This is a Halloween story, and it differs a bit from Emma's because it's not necessarily spooky in the Halloween sense, but in the sense, in the moment, I legitimately thought something horrible was going to happen to me, and nothing did. And in looking back, it kind of seems like the paranoia of a 13-year-old child, but hear, hear me out because it's got some notoriety in my friend group. I'm going to talk about the gelato incident. Now, Emma Emma understands what this is, but if you are not one of maybe five people in my life, you do not understand what this is. And I will about to tell you. For Halloween one year, me and two of my friends were having a um, sleepover and trick-or-treat event. So my sister was not there. She was with my dad watching uh, the new Star Trek. I think it was Into Darkness, but... I was, yes. I was um, hanging out with two of my friends, and we, she, my friend I was staying with lived in a pretty nice area, just like a stereotypical townhouse neighborhood, nothing special about it, but it had good candy. We were probably some of the oldest trick-or-treating, but you know, get that candy as long as you can. We had no parties, we were kind of losers, but it's fine. So after we got the um, candy, it was maybe... 8.30 at night, and we were just like, hey, we should see if this local gelato place is open, because we also need ice cream on the sugar high, and it was, but it was closing at that time in maybe like 10 minutes, so we all just kind of looked at each other, and we just sprinted, like we just went for it, and it's just like the and a lot of you probably get that, just the thought of, even if you don't necessarily need a thing, if you are, have semi-interest in said thing, and you are th th close to missing the deadline to getting that thing, your whole desire for the thing and motivation to get the thing is just heightened to an absurd degree. It was like a fight or flight. Yeah, so we all wanted the gelato, but we really wanted to see if we could get to the gelato place. And so we all just sprinted in our costumes still. One of my friends was in pretty decent heels, so that was a difficulty. But we um, made it like five minutes before closing. And in hindsight, after I have worked a retail, retail job, I can see that was probably a pain in the ass for the employees. But, you know, they're not the story. I'm the story. But we all we got our little cups of gelato, and we are just walking back slowly to um, where my friend lived and that was probably like two three blocks away so it wasn't too too far but it was probably a little past nine at this point and pretty dark out and all the roads are kind of empty and as we are walking back we see a um white van pull up on the road next to us and in all of the creepy fashion of like it being Halloween, it being dark, three young girls and a white van, all of what the media has culminated, we're like, oh shit, they better not stop. And they absolutely did stop in front of us. And um, what came out, were, and when it opened, it was just like a sardine case of drunk college kids. Like, I'm, they were just all stuffed and piled in there. It was crazy. It was hilarious, too. But they were obviously drunk. And we're just like, oh, shit, what is happening? We are... But it's like on some level, we're like, are we about to get kidnapped? But on another level, we were like, we are 13-year-olds, and these are college kids. We should try to act cool, you know? <laughs> on the small chance these are not kidnappers, we have, like, some form of invisible reputation to keep up. So we're all just still kind of just... At, trying to act chill and not sprint on site back to our homes but we this so the van stops and out rolls the window we see this packed group of teenagers in the car and one of them steps out and I say steps out but more like stumbles out and starts walking towards us and as he walks towards us he's just like calling at us he's not cat calling but he's being like hey you hey girls just like coming closer to us and he's like and he's just kind of beckoning at us. And it was at this point we're like, this is like, there's some shit is up. And I'm not, looking back, it was probably, we probably weren't going to get kidnapped. 
we were fine. We were in a pretty nice neighborhood. We were by homes. But when you see that and you're a young girl, you're like, oh, shit, we about to die. So as this guy came close to to us, and he was being witnessed by his friends, and all of, all of his friends were, like, laughing and joking. So this was not anything looking back serious. But again, in the moment, we were just like, we we got to go. So at that point, we dropped all semblance of we need to be cool and we just ran for the our friend's house. And yeah, besides the pure terror of the situation, part of me was like, you know, I'm still kind of embarrassed about running. Like they're laughing at us. Like I was like generally embarrassed about them laughing at us running away from this horrifying situation. <laughs> All I'm gonna say about the situation, Maddie, you explained that they were drunk college kid college kids, excuse me, words. Um I highly doubt they will remember that night. No, I. they definitely do not. They do not even probably think it scarred a bunch of 13-year-old kids. So, If you happen to be listening to this and realize you're one of the kids... Fuck you for scarring me, that's what I'll say. I mean, yeah, I mean, I may have been a young kid and overreacted to a situation, but I did what I was taught, okay? I ran away from a scary situation, and you were just terrorizing young girls. But anyway, I'm not done with my story. We can get into the um, problems with the patriarchy later. (laughs) But um, as we were running back to the house, um, I was... We were all kind of keeping together, but we were, like, still running as fast as we can. And But then one of my friends, she, she, she was carrying her wallet from paying for the gelato, and her purse was, it was still open, and she, like, kind of tilted, and all of her change drops out. And she stops, and she's like, my change! And we're, and she literally stops, and the two, me and my other friend are still running, and we're just like, what you idiot you dumb shit why did you stop and we like kind of jogged to like five feet she was back behind us and we're like leave the fucking chains we're about to die you idiot and we grabbed her and she was still upset by that like she talked about how upset she was that she dropped the change but we kept grabbing her and we just sprinted because I just can't get over just the fact that she... I mean, I am cheap, but she was, like, freaking out. We dropped the change while we were running. And, like, I should also mention the, like, van, like, it. they weren't just, like, they were not just sit standing there and not moving. They, like, got back in the van and were starting to turn the corner to come back near us. So that is also terrifying. And... So as they were doing that, we just, we finally ran and we made it into the house and we like almost cried from relief and we went into the room and just started laughing, just like a horror, horror of just what happened. And we, um, and we just like, let's just, we're not leaving this house ever again. We're not going outside ever again. And honestly, this probably scarred me into a lot of the things about not going a lot of places in high school. Cause I'm like... I could get kidnapped. There might be some drunk college kids who just want to scare me. But, um, yeah, we just, um, it's not necessarily a long story, but it was kind of a, it has deep impact in my mental state, and I wanted to share it with all of you. But I should also mention, maybe an hour later, later, we're all in our PJs, like, sitting down to watch Mean Girls, because that's what you did when you're a tween. And um, at least in the early 2010s, you did that. And we look out the window and the van just circles the house like twice. So that's still terrifying. I'm going to backtrack to the moment when our friend, our dear friend, dropped her change. <laughs> because I want to talk about that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. One, out of all, all of the reasons and like you see in horror movies and how someone dies at a stupid, like they fucking open the closet after you tell them not to open it. Right. As an audience member, not one movie has ever showcased the genius idea of killing somebody because they stopped to pick up the change. <laughs> they not one. You're yeah. I mean, they yeah. I agree. There's like I think in moments of panic like that, it's you almost begging your conscious logical mind to come up with an excuse to not be in this situation. So I really think what my friend was doing is, like, she sees change down, and she was just reverting to that instinct of, I need to pick up change, instead of the more primal instinct of, I need to run away. And That's I th- true. But also, 
and one other thing I will mention about that moment. That's also one of the most genius traps you can ever do to broke college kids. <laughs> You're right. Like, drop your fucking change, because they will stop and pick it up. That's like, true. I will stop and pick it up. That gives you at least 30 seconds, or you can run away. See, what we really should have done was we should have grabbed that change and just chucked it at the kids. Yeah. Just... Hey, man, if we learn nothing, you want it, go get it. True. Even now, as a college kid, I would probably take... I wouldn't take... If they were thrown on the ground, I would not take less than quarters, but I would still go for those quarters. I will say that was a reference to John Mulaney. I got just it. So I give credit. I wanted to give credit to the audience, just so they know that it wasn't my genius. Street smarts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I feel kind of bad telling this story because it's not, like, horror, Halloween horror as, like, what maybe my sister's about to tell or, like, just what you'd expect. But it is, like, a day-to-day scare that some people may have, especially women, where it's, like, you see someone who's kind of sketchy and might be following you, and then in your head you might try to laugh it off. And it's a scary situation, and there is some like victims guilt of being in a situation of maybe I read it wrong but there's I don't know it's 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 a complicated area of a mental state really and I wanted to share that as like another way another story our platform is supposed to tell it's like yeah it's a funny story yeah we probably overreacted and I certainly laugh about it now but we it's also we should take messages from events like this and talk about it if we're not going to solve anything. We're just two dumb girls trying to make a podcast. But it's not everything has to be just funny. Yeah. Now, my story. <laughs> happy, ha- little- happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, bitches. <laughs> my story is a little different, ladies and gents. Let's say, unlike Maddie's, that includes a little bit of Political, realistic, scary, little scary parts. Mine is completely psychological <laughs> deterioration. My gosh, because if... I cannot factually prove that any of this is true. And I have no <laughs> other outside sources except for my mom being like, "Yeah, yeah." So, yeah, just bear with me. If mine is like a thriller kidnap movie, yours is like a slash horror psycho film i felt like i was in the the next conjuring movie (laughs) so okay i have a couple stories like mine mine is actually like a ghost story but not in the sense actually it is in the sense because i never actually saw a ghost but i was convinced that there was a ghost and i could feel that there might be something around me you know i could feel a, a weird vibe yeah if that makes sense and I have, so like I said, I have a couple stories, some of them nicer than others, but I want to talk about this one month, two months of, it was about two months, two months of my life, I would say, um, that really, that I really felt worried, scared, maybe, I don't know, probably scared, yeah, I was really scared, um, it was this past year, almost about, almost about a year ago, actually, um, I... I would say that I was tormented by a ghost. That's the easiest way to explain it quickly. But it was in my room, and I've lived in this room since I was nine, and ever since we moved into this new house, um, I've always convinced that there was a ghost. It was usually in my mother's bathroom. However, somehow this new ghost appeared last year for some reason. It was like, hey, I'm here. You need to talk to me. So (laughs) it tried to make its, its its presence known. For some reason like it maybe it was lonely maybe i was just being scared for no reason but i took that into i took uh i did take that into account and i did try to be friends with it at first i do admit that you're a hufflepuff at heart yeah yeah this is not an, i wouldn't call this an embarrassing story but the one part i'm embarrassed about is that sometimes i would just talk to the ghost at like 2 a.m <laughs> why we i didn't know this part I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably tell the whole story and then kind of backtrack to the details or kind of just go on my way because I'm kind of jumping everywhere because it was a two-month scenario. It wasn't like a two-hour scenario that I can break down quickly. But 
essentially, during this time, I was really getting into horror movies, so I think I was part of it. I think my head was getting a bit more frantic, and I was a bit nervous. So I'm trying to scientifically or factually explain myself, because I was psychologically freaking out. I don't know. Um, but I was a little bit more scared about what's around me, and I was convinced that there was a ghost in my room, because my dog, my sweet little dog, Sophie, she's the best. Love her. Um, she always sleeps in the bed every night, and she goes usually up right next to me, like, cuddles up up to my chest and just kind of lies there with me, and I pet her, or she sleeps on my pillow above, but never usually down at my feet when it's, like, when I'm asleep. She only goes to my feet when she's mad at me. But the, for the past, like, during those few months or whatever, but she she would, uh, she would, st- like, it, it would, as if she saw something in the corner of the room, and she would just kind of sit there, wag her tail, and, like, look at it. And sometimes when she does that, it it says that she has to she has to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, it's five in the morning. I'm not I'm not walking you, so I plop her on the bed and I clean it up after in the morning. <laughs> wait, um, wait, that's so horrible. Can we? Is this your horror story? That's horrifying to me. No, I usually get up and clean it right away, but like I'm just so late. It's like I'm sorry, but I'd rather not die from the coyotes outside. So <laughs> it seemed like a better option to just put her off the bed and, and pick up the pee or poop later. All right, Emma. Um, but, and I would put Brianna down on the floor, and then she would immediately want to go back on the bed. And I'd be like, that's so weird. What's going on? Maybe it got a bit more agitated, and I kind of noticed, like, maybe it was a ghost. Obviously, I wasn't stupid. I was like, yeah, this is probably a ghost, you know? Something's in the room. <laughs> You're not stupid. There's so, a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much everyone's logic, don't you think? When something weird happens, even at, like, work, or something, oh, it's just a ghost. We have a ghost now. That's cool. Like, you can just explain anything. Like, you could have, like, a prankster of a worker who doesn't admit that they're pranking everyone and just pretend, to, oh, that was the ghost, guys. Like, knocks over a piece of salt. Like, like if someone says, there's a ghost, it'd be like, okay, I believe you. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't believe in ghosts, but I don't believe in, I need some sort of evidence. I guess that makes sense. But continuing on, because <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> Uh, I would sometimes, this is kind of goes into the start of me talking to the ghost. There's a couple of times that I've talked to the ghost. Um, and I was kind of like, during the beginning, I was trying to be a bit more nice. So this is the part I'm a little embarrassed about. I actually was trying to be friends with the ghost. Because <laughs> it could have been a whole Casper situation. You never know. Um, so I was like, hey, I get that you're, you're a little lonely. Maybe you want to say hi to my dog. But just like... Leave, like, a, a, like whatever, that's cool, it's fine. Just not when I'm trying to sleep. That's what, cool. Like, do what you want. We can chat while I'm doing homework, but not when I'm trying to go to bed, basically. <laughs> and it was fine for a while. Then it eventually kind of started escalating, where Sophie would do that more often in the night. Not usually right before I go to bed, but instead more like in the middle of the night. And she would just start wandering around the bed to different spots in the room as if something was, like, moving around the room. And she would, like, move her head as well. So I was like, okay, that's creepy. Whether or not it was a ghost, it was weird. Like, she did do this. So, like, whether or not there was a ghost that would rationalize why she was doing it, I don't know why she did that, because she stopped after a while. The one part that got really scared me, that I was convinced that it was more not so nice of a ghost. For a while, I started waking up a lot, right around 3 a.m., which, if you watch The Conjuring, or just, like, really any place, 3 a.m. is kind of, like, the devil's hour or whatever, so it's, like threes and like a trinity or whatever so like a lot of that ghost thingy is associated with 3 a.m yeah so like a couple of nights in a row i'd always end up waking up either like right before 3 a.m so like if i woke up around 2 30 i knew i probably wouldn't be able to make it falling back asleep before 3 a.m because my brain would be like oh my god it's, is it three o'clock yet it's three o'clock because after that the ghost is going to be here the ghost is going to come <laughs> so i would i would uh, if that happened, I would just grab my phone and just watch YouTube until it, the minute it turned to 4 o'clock and then go back to sleep. So I would just be up for like an hour if I w- happened to wake up, which generally I did. And it was getting frustrating because for a while I was losing sleep because of it. This is not a, friendly, then, this is not a friendly ghost, Emma. It caused sleeping hours. Yeah, yeah. At that point, my conversations with said ghost was like, yo... I'm trying to sleep, buddy, so leave me the fuck alone. Like, mm-hmm. I was being a little bit more direct, a little not so nice anymore. I was like, this isn't funny, bro. <laughs> Cut it out. Bro. 
<laughs> bro. And then, um, then things got really serious. I mean, I could have just been allergies. I, I had a record, maybe like, I didn't have a cold, but like, it was like a week or two after a cold. So I was like, oh, in the middle of the night, I felt something like come out of, like, come out of my nose. And I was like, oh, I think maybe I'm just getting a cold again. Um, and I like it, but then it started dripping out of my nose. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And so then I like open my eyes and I see this blood. So I get a nosebleed, which is weird. So like I kind of panic. I go and I like wash my face and try to clean up a bit on my thing. It takes about like 10 minutes or so. And then after that, I'm like, oh shit, what time is it? Like, is it time to get ready for school or something? And I look, it's like 3.11. So right around 3 o'clock is when I got my bloody nose. And I lost it. <laughs> I was so scared. And at the same time, too, like, Maddie and I are twins, but at this time, Maddie went to a boarding school. So normally she would be across from me. And I feel like if you were there, Maddie, I would have run into your room. And oh, been definitely. Like, Hell no. Like, <laughs> yeah. I probably, I honestly probably would have laughed, too, because unlike Emma, I do get nosebleeds a lot. So if this happened to me, I just would have been like, well, thanks, universe. So, yeah, very... it was also the freaky thing because Maddie knows I don't get bloody noses. I yeah. haven't had one since I was like a child. So it was really weird to suddenly get one uh, during this time. That is true. Yeah. And then literally, I think it happened again the same night, the next night. Like, right at the same time, I got another bloody nose. Bro, but... this this ghost have a fetish. And I don't know what it is, but it definitely does. <laughs> yeah, I don't, well, I thought I was possessed by that point because that's what happens when you're possessed. So I was like, I'm possessed. It's fine. I'm going to kill everybody. So. <laughs> this mask. This is how my cycle, my brain just kind of like deteriorates. I'm like, hi, ghost. Nice to meet you. Oh, no, this ghost isn't so nice. My nose is bleeding. I'm possessed. Let's kill everybody. It's like you open the portal to, you opened its portal to our world by your niceness. You just invited it in. Pretty much. Like, I feel like that's not also a downfall that has not been mentioned in a horror movie. Like, walks up to a ghost, hey, what's up? Gets stabbed and dies. <laughs> that would have been you. Like, you're not you're not a, you're not a horror movie trope because the horror movies are too afraid to show your character. They don't know what you'd do. That's true. I could either hug it or, or slap it across the face. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so, like, the bullying has happened, and it, and it stopped after that. Like, I don't know what happened. I think at that point, I also did, like, another big... One and one with the ghost, I was like, look, you gotta stop, buddy. You gotta calm this down. And I also kind of stopped maybe watching horror movies at that time or just anything kind of scary show. Um, and it, it stopped, but literally, um, like, almost a month later, it happened again. And, like, the blood, you know, it was all like, oh, really? <laughs> it's back? <laughs> so after that, it, it eventually it came to a point where I was desperate enough to seek help. Like, I was... At that point, I hadn't told really Maddie or anyone, any one of my friends because I knew people thought it would be crazy because I'm like, it's a ghost. It's a fucking ghost. And it's living in my house. And people would be like, Emma, what are you doing? That, that is... Uh, I think... The, the most... I think it was... I think, Wait, the, what? I think the greatest evidence for this being possibly real is the fact that you did not tell us. Because just for like... If you didn't think it was real, but it something happened, you would have just eased that teaspoon of potential and just spread it out like um for the most drama you could get out of a situation you know what i mean I, yeah i mean i might have told one of my friends but mostly like hey that was weird and i'd be like yo that happened again today and it was kind of just like one person i wasn't like blurting it to everyone i would make jokes about oh my ghost like i have a ghost in my house but i wouldn't really go into detail mm-hmm. um but it came to a point where i had this girl in my high school and mentioned that she was a medium what <laughs> she wasn't in our grade um okay. but i had known her from from like shit um, man i i i i have no idea if she actually is but she, <laughs> she said so it came to the point where i was willing to go up to her and be like can you come to my house can <laughs> Wait. you talk to this ghost I was, oh my god like, I was getting so little sleep, and I was so scared. I was like, I'm going to die. Like, I, like after, as soon as the bleeding noses started happening, I was like, I'm going to die. So I was like, I'm going to talk to her and, and have her come and help me. But I don't know why I didn't. I can't remember my rationale, but I think it was because I was like, you know what? If I'm going to die, 
Might as well. Might as well. Just let it be. <laughs> I don't know what, but I was just like, you know what? Let it happen. It's like, <laughs> I, I give I don't up. Care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was a week before I moved in to college. So it was like almost two months ago, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, did my mother finally admit that there was a ghost in our house because we, we moved over the summer right when we around when we graduated high school so we are no longer in this set house um so that ghost is gone i don't know what they're doing now but um but yeah so like there's like i've had other instances with a ghost i think there's multiple ghosts in that house some of them were nicer than others the basement um, ghost was a little shit it was just annoying yeah like I don't know. It was like definitely like I didn't want to be in the basement. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't like. I was never. Yeah, I would be afraid of him at some points, just because a basement's scary. No matter what your basement is like, if you're in a basement at night with no lights off, it's scary. So I think there's just like an omnipotent force. Like I wouldn't even call it a ghost, but there's just a force that exists in every basement, and I think that's a fact. That's true. I think we have time if you want to um, do my little segment because we still do not have audience questions, which is fine. We will build that as it comes, and we are just exploring the space we have with each other. Yeah, I mean, in the meantime, we can try it. In a worst case, we just won't put it in the podcast. There you go. I did. I planned more this time. I promise. I planned more. I watched. You just scared the fucking shit out of me. What? Do you hear that? Is it just in the headphones? Did you? What? You sent me a fucking Google Doc, and the sound resonated in my headphones. All I heard was like a boom, boom. <laughs> scared the living crap out of me because I did it twice. That's why I said, "Did you just hear that?" Because like you just sent me this Google Doc, and you don't understand. I don't know why I thought it was a ghost, but a ghost makes that noise. Oh, that's a ghost. A ghost is Google Chrome noise. That's what a ghost makes. Yes. Yeah. If you hear Google Chrome, it's really just a ghost. That would make a lot of sense, actually. I wouldn't even be surprised. Just like a tech company has stuffed a demon into its mainframe. I wouldn't. That would not it's surprise me. called a virus. Me. Yeah. There you go, man. Yeah. Because then I will learn that it's not a ghost. It's me. It's not you, it's me. It's been you the whole time. Oh, whoa. What? Let's get that. I don't know how I could fathom that. Like, Let's that get that possessed sh- and the ghost went with me. Like, that could also be a thing. Shamala twist to our podcast. We have been ghosts the whole time. Whoa. You know, we can't justify that we're not ghosts. We have no proof that we are not ghosts. Cause we have provided zero proof to our listeners that we aren't ghosts. Yeah. So we're ghosts now in canon. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Talking from beyond. Yeah, I haven't met any famous people, though. Just You haven't? No, and student debt still follows me into the grave, so that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to talk about my game now? I'm kind of excited. You got me into the mood. Yeah, you're correct. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so I we cut this out a bit last week, but I was really, I wanted to create a game surrounding one of my um, interests, and I don't want to call it a hobby, but it's one of those things that I hate myself doing, but I maybe binge do it every month or so, and that is reading fan fiction. So... Fan fiction is, a, um, a, it is um, notorious in our in youth culture, I guess, and it's often associated with fangirls and a lot of different things. And it a lot of the um, rumors are true, and there's but there are some good stuff out there. But we're not going to talk about the good stuff now. We're going to talk about the weird stuff, just like our podcast, and. I should say a disclaimer on whatever um, show um, stories I bring up, I'm not hating on, and I respect everyone's wishes in writing and creative freedom. This is just for fun and for laughs, and these are the ones I thought would be funny. So let me just explain the game. This is the, the fan fiction trope game. 
and I have laid out seven commonly used plot devices, themes, or character usages you find in um, fan fictions across fandoms. Doesn't matter which fandom. And I'm asking Emma, I'm going to pick, uh, I've picked out a few fan fictions, and I'm going to read the um, what fandom it's from, the title of the story, and she can either pick for me to tell her the rating, the characters, or the genres of the story. And from that, she must tell me which of the seven or how many of the seven are included in said story. And of the seven tropes I've picked, um, there is number one, which is a harem with a main character, which is a polyamorous relationship that is found in a lot of a lot of what? fandoms. You'd be surprised. No, what's a polyamorous? I don't know what that word means. It means when you're in a relationship with multiple people at the same time. Thank you. Yeah, so a harem is with main character and a lot of other people. Got it. Yeah. So number two is a slash, and a slash is generally um, for any same-sex coupling that is not canon, and that is male, female, male, male, female, female. Then number three is a soul bond. Soul bond is um, kind of like what it sounds. It's like two characters in a um, pairing are matched by the gods and the universe and the story to be together forever. That is used a lot. Then number four is time travel. Pretty self-explanatory as a trope. Five is bashing. That is when one character or group of people is significantly hated upon in one um, story. Number six is the um, very popular good guy and bad guy ship. And this can come up in many forms. You have it in the dreary shipping in Harry Potter. You can have it in... Um, a lot of other fan of just where you have the hero and the protagonist in a relationship together. There's something about that I think a lot of people find interesting nowadays. And number seven is an alternate universe trope. This can mean anything where the characters of a fandom are implanted into a world that's not their own. This could be if they're in a magical sci-fi world and implanted into the real world, but they're still their characters. Or we, there's a bunch of these that it could end up being, but it's anything that is deviating from the canon world set up in um, the stories of the author. So do you have any questions about these seven, Emma? Uh, so what am I doing? You are, um, I'm gonna tell you the title in the fandom of a story, and of, and you get to choose for me to either, after hearing those, you, um, you have to try to guess which tropes are being used in the story, and from that, you have to, um, and I can also tell you either the rating of the story, if it's, um, for all kids, for teens, or for mature adults, i.e. sexy stuff, um, the characters included in the story or the genre of the story. So if it's romance or humor or adventure, but you can all of those three rating characters and genre, I will only tell you two of those because that'll give too much away for the tropes. Okay. That makes sense? I not really, but I'll, I'll try my best. Okay, so we'll just go for it, dive right in. Right. For the record, for the reader, I am just now learning about these seven tropes. <laughs> I don't read that much fanfiction, except only strictly, generally AU. So yeah, I'm I have just I have been into the belly of the beast, and I'm here to share my story in a form of a fun game show, which may or not be confusing for other people. So we'll find out. But I, I think it's an embarrassing story because I'm now just learning all this, and I have to to guess. Like I don't know how this connects to our show. You you'll get it. So okay. The first story we're going to start out is in the mother of all fandoms, Harry Potter. And all these stories um, I've taken from fanfiction.net. There's a bunch of other websites where you can find fanfiction. But this one has um, a lot of options for the big fandoms I've been interested in. So this story is from Harry Potter. And the title of it is Harry Potter 3 to Backstep. Harry Potter 3 to Backstep. And it is written by Sinik, S-I-N-Y-K. I think I should credit some people, you know? 
That makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. So that is the title. Would you like me to tell you the rating, the character, or the genre? Uh, give me the characters. Okay. The characters are Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, and Daphne Greengrass. Is that a author? No, that is a character from Harry Potter. Um. You can now. You can either have me. Um, t- you, you can either have can me. Can you tell me about her? What? Who is Daphne? What? Where was she in the books? She um, she wasn't really in the books, but she's a Slytherin. That's kind of all you need to know. Where? What? <laughs> I'm suddenly questioning all my fandom knowledge at this very moment. To be fair, you did not read past the fourth book, but she is a character in the books. Daphne Greengrass. Okay. Oh my goodness, Emma. So, you have those two people in Harry Potter. Do you want me to tell you the genre or or the rating now? Um. Oh. Um, what do you think I should ask for? You're the first, you're the, I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, I want to, let's go with rating. All right, it is rated M for mature, and that is usually associated with adult content. Okay, so So I have to name all the tropes that you think are in the story. Harry Potter, three to backstep, rated mature, with characters Harry, Hermione, and Daphne Greengrass. Okay, this is a side question, but have you read this fanfiction? I've skimmed it to make sure it's got accurate information, but I did not read any, all of these. (laughs) Okay. This is helpful information. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so, do I get anything by naming them all? My pride. An affection so if I get them all wrong, I also don't get anything. Yeah. Well, either way, it's entertaining to people, so just I do guess. it. Okay, harem. There's definitely something like that going on. Okay. Um, let's go with... Well, a slash, obviously, because Hermione and Deborah is what's her name? Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who I want to be for Halloween. I want to be Deborah from Baby Driver. Keep going. Sorry, side note, I just remembered. I might do that. Um, uh, one, uh, Harem, slash, um, so definitely the first two. Maybe on Soul Bond. Time travel? Does that just mean, like, they're just tra- time traveling? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to assume that if Hermione's in the, in the story, there has to be time travel. Um... Bashing hates on a character. There has to be bashing. She's a Slytherin. <laughs> um, good guy, bad guy ship. I want to say yes. Okay, I'm just going to say fucking everything but AU. You are right. Ex- you you got all of that right, except there is no soul bond. Oh, okay. That wasn't iffy on me, but I was... That was really good, though. I'm actually super impressed. Me too. I'm <laughs> proud of myself. I'm super impressed right now. Okay. Let's go to... Um, let me do one more, because we kind of ran out of time. But this is a, I think this would be an interesting game to do. So, now we're going to go to one of your favorite um, fandoms. Not that you read fan fiction, but Supernatural. Oh, it's slash 100%. <laughs> All right, so this one, I'm almost upset putting this one, but I think it's going to be the most entertaining. So the okay. fan, the fandom is supernatural. Yeah, I told you. Slash. Yeah, yeah. And the, t- <laughs> the t- like, I'm not even going to say it because you know it's in there. The title is Brother to Daddy by, oh, God. <laughs> by Victor Webster X. Oh no! Oh no! I don't even have to ask for the rating, Maddie. I don't even have to ask. What are you gonna ask for? Well, I already know the rating. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask for the characters, obviously. Characters are Dean and Sam. Just Dean and Sam. Just Dean and Sam. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I, I knew Slash would be in it, but not in this way. <laughs> um, okay, and then... Oh, fuck, give me the genre. Uh, family. So we... Okay, so what you said... You said, okay... You said oh, the only characters are Sam and Dean, but who's Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Is it the reader the whole time? Like, I don't, I don't know how that would connect. Emma, have you ever heard of a Daddy kink? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a. I thought it. I thought it would be like a whole. I'm like crying right now. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god. I didn't think this writer would go straight up incest. I thought they'd at least have another character where there'd be a threesome. So. So. <laughs> I yeah, so <laughs> Okay. The, um, the title Brother to Daddy Care no, I don't wanna hear it Care No What tropes are there? Okay, um do I have to say Okay. Okay, <laughs> Harm like main character. You said the only characters are Sam and Dean, so that that can't be it. Mm-hmm. Um slash Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> soul bond they're brothers so I guess you could argue that it was like a soul- they were destined to be together um I can argue that even if I'm wrong but time travel uh, they haven't really done time travel so did you message me before? no oh no, no. someone else I'm getting the notifications in my ears. Um, okay. Well, time travel is just like you would go back in time. Is that like, or is that like a specific character thing? No, it's just time travel. Okay. Time travel? I don't think so, because that's not generally like what you use, and I really don't think this writer is focusing on time travel in this writing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, bashing hates on a character. Mm. Mm. Um, from what I know of the last part of the title... Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes. Um, <laughs> good guy, bad guy. You could argue that since Sam thinks he's a monster and and Dean's like trying to protect him, that's a whole good guy, bad guy. I guess. Like you could argue, I guess, because if that was a thing in this fanfiction, I'm gonna paint a picture. If that was a thing in this. Trying to keep it as PG as possible. If it was a thing in this... We're already rated explicit on iTunes. You can go for it, man. Okay. Well, if... Um, if... I'm also in a very thinly walled dorm room, so I do not want to talk about this passionately <laughs> so much. But I will say... I actually lost my train of thought. Give me some <laughs> Okay, back, back. I'm back to it. With, with this whole, I'm gonna say slash, bashing. I'm gonna go with good guy, bad guy because Sam does think he's a bad guy at one point, and he kind of is at one point as well. Same with Dean, so they're kind of both good guys and bad guys. So it just kind of depends. So, cut. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with those three. All right. So. And Soul Bond. Sorry. So you're going for slash, soul bond, bashing, and good guy, bad guy? Yeah. Okay. I'm I think I'm actually gonna make you feel better about the world in that you're in totally wrong. Is it just slash? Lem the key the key thing you did not ask oh, is the rating. The rating. It is actually rated K for all audiences. So and what happens? Who's the daddy? <laughs> Who's the daddy? Lady? I I swear to God, I literally this is the fan fiction I read the most because I was like just waiting for it to turn incestuous and kinky, but 
I, it generally used the term daddy as an affectionate thing. To, and it was the idea that Dean became Sam's father figure. But it was like... Aww. <laughs> so it actually turned something that could have been horrifying sweet. But it sounds like just the facts of it sounds super horrifying, which is why I picked it. So what... The only um, the only trope is um, number seven, an alternate universe. And in, in this universe, it's like they're oh, not monster hunters. Alternate universe. I thought AU was like a term you would do with like a create like an original character, like OC. No, AU is... That's what I associated AU with. Oh, I didn't realize it was for alternate universe, then I totally would have done it. Yeah, well, it's only alternate universe. That was the only trope. But I, of course, picked this one for the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Next time, I'll know you're misleading me because you like to trick me, and I'll ask for the rating. I mean, I was pretty. I knew you were gonna assume something kinky. Like, I think I. I mean, I. I assume something kinky. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think we all did. We all really did. Who was this author? Did you mention? Yeah, this this author was Victor Webster X. All right, Victor. I would like to apologize for assuming the worst of your story. Because your story sounds actually pretty nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'll read it just because I'm slightly scarred from the title at this moment. Yeah. But I, I know you worked hard on it, and I apologize for me assuming ancestral roots. I mean, to be fair, oh to be God, fair that... Ancestral, I meant ancestral. <laughs> so the mo- happy Halloween where I introduced to Emma what a daddy kink is. <laughs> No, I knew what Daddy King was. It took you. It took you so long. It took you so long, Emma. That's why I just assumed Daddy was someone else, not with Sam. I don't like to assume incest if I don't have to immediately. I know, Emma. And you made me assume it anyway, because it wasn't even true. (laughs) All right. Well, shit, man. Leaving this podcast a little scarred. Yep. So. I wouldn't call this the most Halloween-themed episode, but, you know, we tried our best. It, I think we told some um, uncharacteristically scary stories and some went to scary conclusions ourselves. So I think that's what Halloween should really be about. And also, email us your questions for any embarrassing stories, or if you just want to talk to me about my ghost story or your personal ghost story. Yeah. Maybe we can... We can chat about that as well. Yeah. Um, I do have plenty of other ghost stories, so feel free to hit me up if you want to hear more of those. Because mm-hmm. it's um, not Halloween yet, you know? So yeah, definitely can do more. Yeah, hit us up at staircasetwits at gmail.com. And definitely follow us on Twitter at staircasewits. My sister mainly posts some pretty cool stuff. So get on that. You should also yeah. check out our theme song, um band only the poets in their song emotional including all of their other songs they're uk based band if you're from that area of the world but otherwise they're pretty dope and so glad we can use this song and frankly that we are in the presence of being able to use this song because we are nothing (laughs) so yeah i think that's it all right i'm also gonna create a more pg side segment we can do <laughs> yeah you need to come i don't want to leave horrified every time my gosh yeah you need to come up with the segment do you... but in the meantime do you want to sign us off all right this has been staircase wits for the terrified shits <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a wrap